0: Good. All right. Uh, why don't you go ahead and start? Because yeah, I have like this jagged tooth and it's like cutting into my tongue, so it hurts to talk. So
1: okay, well that's perfect for now.
0: Yeah. So you go ahead.
1: Okay. Ten. Weekend
0: we recap edition.
1: Yeah. Whatever you want to. I'll call it my yeah, own yeah. thing.
0: All right.
1: Here we go. Three, two, one. Well, welcome back, everybody. Here we are on the green room. We call this our Big Ten Recap Weekend Edition. I probably did that wrong, and uh, but it's enough. okay. It's okay, um, because Tony Paul is playing hurt today, and I can do whatever I please. Um, I'm still obviously here, this though. is I'm here. Yes, so I'm Matt Charbonneau, obviously the MSU beat writer here for the Detroit News. Joined by uh, Tony Paul, he's our uh, uh, pseudo political writer, uh, oh, angry, I, I angry wish. old man.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm younger than you, pal. Younger than you. Yeah, you can tell by the looks of you, Mr. Gray. I agree. I agree. I've had a rough life. Well, you know. <laughs>
1: What can we say? And, and what can we say about what we've just witnessed over the weekend? Because, of course, it was exactly like – let me say this. Ugh. I did not predict Michigan State to beat Northwestern at all. In fact, I wasn't sure Michigan State could find the end zone. And there was somebody on this podcast uh-huh. who suggested perhaps Michigan State might have a chance. He didn't have any basis or any None. reason why other than None. None. But just thought a feeling. Michigan State just a feeling. would at least be in the game.
0: Yeah, and then there you have it. Yeah, there was nothing behind it other than Northwestern's offense isn't fantastic. And Michigan State's defense, even though they've had a couple of rough ones this year, it is the bright spot of this team. And I don't know, I just felt like everyone was kind of sleeping on MSU again. They had a week off last week because of the COVID issues in Maryland. And I put it all together, and I just thought, eh, you know, and I I put it out there to the world and admitted I had no basis feeling (laughs) that way and uh and it happened and uh, well, uh they, yeah and like i wrote on twitter yesterday that um michigan state's tradition of uh ruining teams college football playoff chances uh continues under the new uh under the new coaching staff
1: yeah and i look I it wasn't like they were playing i'm not trying to knock northwestern too much but they're not ohio state they're not you know uh I would consider many, many wouldn't think they're a playoff favorite because as you mentioned, some of their shortcomings, they're not great offensively. Um, They don't run the ball terribly well. Peyton Ramsey has been good at quarterback. They've got some playmakers on the edge, but not that'd be great. This is a team that's won because of their defense, which made what I saw Saturday, even more surprising that a team like (sighs) Michigan state that hasn't run the ball at all, somehow somehow managed to run the ball and they did it against a very, very good defense. And, you know, it's like, it's like when you're trying to explain why they're not running. It's, it's hard to – you always want one reason. We want to blame the running backs. We want to blame the offensive line. Like most things in football, it's usually all that kind of put together, and it was the same yesterday when they were successful. They actually did start to impose their will a little bit up front, which we haven't seen at all. They didn't make a lot of mistakes. You had running backs hitting the hole who – that running back um, – I know this doesn't make Michigan State fans happy, but that running back happened to be Connor Hayward. Now, look, Jordan Simmons was out. We don't know whether it was injury or COVID. They don't tell us that anymore. Um, And Elijah Collins got a little bit of work, but it was primarily Connor Hayward. And I I guarantee you, if you would have looked at that stat sheet, say, mid-third quarter and taken that and shown that to people last year and say, that's what you're going to see next year, people would have lost their minds. Um, But I got to give Connor Hayward credit. That kid ran hard yesterday. He made a few good cuts. I mean, that's kind of what you wanted him. Now I think they still need another guy, whether it ends up being Collins or Simmons. We'll see. But for that day, man, I'll tell you what, they ran the ball well. Rocking the bar, didn't play great, but he hit a couple big plays enough to keep that balance. Um, that's the other thing we'll get into. I, I tweeted that yesterday. Rocky Lombardi was starting. I can imagine how MSU fans feel. That was at the start of the game. That was um, surprising. Yeah, yeah, and it's a little weird because you don't want to trash the guy because he made a couple good plays, but it's not like they won because of him. But he didn't play terrible. He played so good,
0: good enough to get them the seventeen nothing lead. Um, well, and, uh, and yeah. then and then you know he kind of managed you know to not blow it. I, he tried. Uh, I mean, the interception he,
1: late yeah. really, really. I mean, they're down three. They just go down three, and he throws that awful intercept. I mean, Jaden yeah, was, was never that was, open on that the play. Was a
0: bad, that was a bad one, and they got it right back. And
1: Well, they get the break. You've uh, been getting it right yeah, back, and that's right. – um, So we kind of forget that interception. <laughs>
0: right. You no, know, we, we do. Uh, and, you know, and then I kind of bitched about Michigan State going ultra-conservative late in the game when, yeah. uh, you know, when you're Michigan State, you're one and – well, you're what, one and three, and – you know, I mean, you got a chance to beat a very good, nor- good Northwestern team, and they got a little conservative, probably because of what they had seen out of Lombardi, but um, uh, there was a lot to like, um, you know, I mean, we don't need to rehash every little thing, but uh, I mean, if you just want to tell me what stood out the most to you.
1: Well, it's interesting, isn't it funny that winning kind of, as we've said this cliche for years, winning kind of cures everything. You know, like in basketball, shots going in cures a lot of things. Winning does because yeah. there's, you mentioned the conservative play. There was one point, I think it was after they had tied it, and they, you know, they played a little conservative and had to kick a long field goal. I said in the press box, why, why are you afraid to go win the game?
0: Exactly. That's the part I felt like, you know, you got nothing to lose here. Right. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you lose this game, uh, but go try to win it. And uh, they got conservative and, you know, Matt Coglan, we've seen over the years, has, has been a little bit of a uh, he's been very good and he's been uh, not great. <laughs> and that, that winning field goal was one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, it went was...
1: in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, not sure but... what it pulled that ball back, but they're, they're... Uh,
0: it went in. Um, but that's the other thing, too. Like, I mean, I'm not saying bomb it down the field for Hail Mary's, but at least get yeah. Coglan to comfortable range. And they never really did that. And he ended up winning the game for him. Like I said, it was an ugly knuckleball that somehow found the uprights. But yeah, so two wins for Michigan State, both top 15 AP wins at the time. Um, (laughs) that first uh,
1: AP top 15 doesn't look so legit, it
0: doesn't. doesn't. Um, but uh, this one was good. Um, and you know, he's kept the fan base engaged and entertained, and I think that's a big step in the first season when again. You don't have a lot to work with, and uh, and you know, I mean, Michigan City fans are are uh, they're at full attention right now. Yeah, of, of and, what and, this could be yeah. down the road. And,
1: and I and I mentioned that about the winning too, because there there were some legitimate questions. There is a legitimate question to say why did Rocky Lombardi start? Um, I, I think that's a fair question. Uh, there's you know we we've seen the personnel issues. We, we got to wonder about some of the play calling. We could nitpick some of that, but. You know, you win. And defensively, again, they continue to play pretty doggone well defensively. You know, not perfect. They'll give up some plays here and there. They did get a lot of their defensive backs back yesterday. Kalen Gurvin, Trey Person, Chris Jackson were all back. But Shakur Brown, I, I feel like we've kind of overlooked Shakur Brown this year a little bit. Yeah. I mean, two more interceptions yesterday. He's got five. Uh, and they're both big plays. The first one sets up a, a field goal early in the game. And of course, the last one. Uh, sets up the, you know, the winning field goal. It, it, the guy has played really, really well, um, early in his career. He had a f- few injury problems, a few, uh, uh, D'Antonio and he butting heads problems. Um, but the guy's a heck of a player. And uh, you know, this play, being on a two and three team, I think it's, people aren't paying a lot of attention to, him, but he's having an all conference type year and he showed it again yesterday. It was pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously the, the big hit on his one interception, it was a pretty scary moment in the game. Yeah. Uh, the Northwestern kid went down. Um he well, was apparently was... alert. He was apparently alert and everything when he was going to the hospital. Was there any update on him? That was pretty scary at the time, especially when Pat Fitzgerald pulled the whole team together and they all bowed their heads in prayer. You don't see yeah. that very often.
1: Yeah, it was. It was kind of and, and if you when you watch the replay, it was it's not like they hit helmet to helmet. It was almost
0: shoulder hit His head kind of snapped and and I think, and then yeah, it, and, and it then might've it hit on the it, ground too. It did hit on the ground. And I think, um, that was the issue. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. but, um,
1: they late uh, last night, they said, um, Northwestern had said that things looked good in the, in the hospital. They were just keeping him for a little bit and they were hoping he was going to be able to come back last night. Yeah, so I haven't seen anything this morning on Sunday to see if he's back. But it looks like looks like he got lucky and dodged anything uh, yeah. back. because it? Yeah. It. There was one point he was. He first went down and they he rolled over and then he didn't move. And so a lot of the you know there was trainers out for both teams were out there and you're thinking okay they'll they're checking on him and all of a sudden the couple of paramedics came running with a yeah. like the board and some equipment and like for a second everyone started moving really fast and you're like whoa what the hell's yeah. happening here and it seemed to calm down and luckily looks like it did. And, you know, he raised his hand when he left. So it was, yeah. um, yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was scary for a minute yeah. there, but it looks like, looks like he made it out of, it'll be all right. So. Yeah.
0: Such a violent, <laughs> violent sport. You wonder why parents sometimes struggle to let their kids play football. And there's one example. there. I mean, it's just, there's so many hits in the game that you're amazed that these guys bounce right back up. And uh, that one, that one was pretty frightening. Um, yeah. Anything else? I mean, anything else? We want to get to a few different things here today. I know you got your short on time. I'm uh, in pain, so <laughs> we got to keep this <laughs> as, as, somewhat as brief. Yeah. As it was. I anything mean, anything else stand out? I
1: mean, we, you know, I think we've hit the, the highlights. Pretty impressive offensive line play. um You know, they ran the ball well. That the key, of course, with everything is can you continue to do this and of course, their next scheduled game happens to be against Ohio State, and we all know that Ohio State didn't play yeah. um, because of their COVID numbers. That happened late Friday night. So, it, you know, if you're going by what we've seen so far in the Big Ten, that would tell you Saturday's game is not looking good. No. Um, but, you know, I, we don't know – what how who tested positive when who knows at this point point? Um, and it's Ohio state. So I got to imagine they're going to do everything they can and push it to the last minute
0: right.
1: uh, to play this game. So th- the key for Michigan state is if you play it, can you continue this? I think this to think, to be able to continue what we saw Saturday against Ohio state is a tough ask. Um, but you, it, as we said, this season isn't about necessarily winning a certain amount of games. If you continue to see at least some progress from that and you see, you know, not going to run for two hundred yards, but do you still run the ball? You know, okay. Do you right. not revert back to fifty yards and you know on a yard of carry? I think that's important. So, you know, those are the things. Otherwise, we're just going to wait, wait this week out. I think it's going to be a late. I mean, we're going to wait it out. We're not going to get an announcement Monday. This mm-hmm. thing's going to be like Thursday or Friday, maybe f- late Friday before we find out whether or not. They're well, playing,
0: Ohio so. State has Ohio State was um, saying their athletic director Gene Smith said they could have played this game yesterday so that suggests that as a team they weren't quite over the threshold i think they were over the threshold on the quote-unquote community which includes coaches and support staff and everything but under the threshold on the players so if you you have to be over on both to absolutely cancel the game they decided they say they decided to play it safe uh and it makes sense because they're they're looking down the road they don't want to you know play a game do everything, you know, and then have a worse COVID situation down the road when, you know, the Big Ten Championship game's happening, when the college football playoff's happening. So they, you know, they might have taken some caution here. But as we've seen from the Big Ten, when a team cancels because of COVID, they also cancel the next week's game, which happened with Wisconsin and happened with Maryland. Uh, It'll probably almost certainly happen with Minnesota, who has like a bazillion cases of COVID working. But, uh, it's you know, it's a big game for Ohio State because – you know, p- theoretically and probably if they, if they don't play this next game, they're not going to be eligible for the big 10 championship game, um, which right now is looking like it could be uh, Northwestern and Indiana, like we all predicted. Sure. Uh, yeah. But, um, but Ohio state would obviously still be eligible. And I think a very strong candidate for the playoff, even if they don't play the big 10 championship game, it's been a weird year, but we all know Ohio state's very talented and I'm sure would get consideration anyway. So I'm betting that game does not happen uh, with Michigan State, but that's just me. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, see how things, uh, we'll see how things play out. Uh, just to run down, uh, Michigan, uh, well, MSU wins 29-20 over Northwestern. Penn State gets on the board with a win. Uh, Penn State 27, Michigan 17. I was telling you this yesterday. I found this very strange. But if you do the math, I guess it adds up. That uh, Joe Paterno and Bo Chebeck are never coached against each other. I thought that was so strange. Uh, I just would never have assumed that, but again, Bo was in 89 and Joe and Penn State didn't really start playing big 10 games till 93. Um, so I guess it makes sense, but I found that interesting. Uh, Iowa wins 26 20, they're quietly having a pretty good season. Uh, yeah, Indiana 27 over Mar- uh 27 11 over Maryland, Rutgers beats Purdue 37 30, and again, as we said, Ohio State and Illinois were canceled, Minnesota, Wisconsin canceled, and the end is uh. Uh, just really quick, I mean, the end has to be near for for Jim Harbaugh. I mean, I mean, this uh, they're going to find a way to to put an end to this, you know, the mutual parting. I would think. I mean, this is, I mean, you haven't beaten anybody basically in six years. Yeah. You know. yeah,
1: and they're putting that graphic up during the game. It's like you haven't beaten Ohio State at all. You're 500 against Michigan State. What was it, two and whatever against?
0: 500 against some pretty yeah. bad Michigan State teams in the grand scheme of things
1: basically what the chart showed was you haven't won any games of significance at all. And right. that's not why he's here. And look, there's potentially going to be a handful of NFL openings um, that could be pretty attractive. Well, and, we know one, uh, well, we know one, but I mean, I think that's, it's not going to be limited to the lions. Uh, right. I mean, I think there's going to be a handful and a lot of them with good young quarterbacks that he doesn't have to sit there and figure out who's going to be my quarterback. Right. So I, I think there's going to be some attractive options for him there. That I think is going to make this whole mutual parting uh, a little more likely and make it a little easier for both sides to to make happen. Because you're yeah. I just this.
0: The funny thing is, is he would be a, he would be a decent candidate for the Lions' job, but I just don't think it would be accepted
1: man, by the I fan mean, base yeah.
0: because it's just too close to the home of what we've seen for the last six years. Um, yeah. So I imagine he goes elsewhere. But uh, I think it's time. I think everyone realizes it's time. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, I mean, you haven't beaten anybody in six years. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's not Michigan football. At least it's not Michigan football.
1: And he's not been he hasn't been rich rod. Obviously, they they win games. They they, but right. it's that's not why he was here. He wasn't here to win nine games. You know, he was here to win championships, and that's what Michigan demands. Look, there's a lot of places that would be ecstatic with what he's done, but that's that's not the demand at Michigan. So. You know, and he was the guy that was supposed to do it. Mm. And now he's rubbing, you know, it's the whole thing with Harb. I, I, I just, I'll be surprised if this thing continues. Uh, yeah, just, don't, don't the only,
0: the only thing, thing is trying
1: choice. to get out of that contract in a, in a time when, you know, athletic departments are hurting. I mean, that's that's going to be tough to find a way. To, you're going to end up paying the last year his contract. At, what does he get, like $8 million now? You know, yeah. and pay another guy as well. That's, I mean, it's hard to pay the salaries. Straight up, let alone but, the next guy if,
0: but if, coaching. But if Harbaugh wants out too, and there's a chance yeah. he does, I mean, then you find a way. And yeah. Michigan's got Michigan's got resources. I mean, I know, but it's, other schools, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be very ideal. Uh, but Michigan's got the resources that if they want to, they will. And
1: well, I mean, if you, you find a donor that if they want to fire him, I guess the, the which the,
0: they won't. Again, I think this is, it'll yeah, be a mutual thing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's still a lot of respect on both sides, I think. And there's, they're not going to fire him. But if he decides it's time he wants to go back to the NFL, you know, he's never been on a job really this long. I mean, he tends to kind of move around. Anyway, so uh, if he wants to get to the NFL, you know, they can find a way to make it happen. So, yeah. um, anyway, Michigan State next week is uh, hosting Ohio State again. We don't know. Uh, I still don't think that'll happen. Uh, and then Maryland will be at Michigan. Um, not really a game of interest. Couple of interesting games. Indiana is going to play at Wisconsin. Uh, Northwestern will be scheduled to play at Minnesota, but again, I don't think that's going to happen either. Um, that's about it next week. So really, just the three games, two involving Michigan, Michigan State, and then Indiana, Wisconsin. Uh, if the Michigan State game happens, uh, they might pull the plug on that pretty early if their numbers spike early in the week. So which we'll one?
1: See. Which one's that?
0: Ohio State, Michigan State. Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. feel
1: like I feel like that was that was going to push to the last second. And uh, they're yeah, gonna find, really, try I mean, and find everybody
0: Yeah, but if they find some more cases early in the week and hit that threshold, I mean, you know, you can't really get under it. So we'll,
1: we'll see. see. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm just—I don't want to get into
1: all the conspiracy theories and all that. But we are talking about Ohio, Ohio State. State. We're not—we're yeah. not talking about you know an Illinois game. So it's right, right. And this um, is this is the Big Ten's team. You know, this yeah. is the team that's if they're gonna have a team in the playoff, this is it. Well, Not, really, uh, it yeah. was always
0: that case, too. And I say, yeah. you know, I say that Michigan State continued their traditional ruining teams' college football playoff hopes. Even if Northwestern ran the table, I mean, it didn't guarantee they were going to get in. I mean, it's still Northwestern. I don't think the nation was enamored with them. No, no. Um, but technically, Michigan State did ruin it for them. Um, well, if they, they really wanted to. Be, ha- yeah. They certainly don't have a chance now. Well,
1: I'm um, saying if they really want to ruin a team's run, it yeah, would be it would be, it would be uh, this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, we've seen it before. And, yeah, um, but, uh, I know. I, uh, but again, I just uh, you know the 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 stat you know the numbers show that when teams cancel once, they cancel again. Um, yeah. If you have a significant number of cases, the thing spreads. So we'll see. It's um, good to uh, really quickly we'll touch on basketball. Um, Big 10's up to a great start. Twenty-two and two. Um, on Wednesday, the first day of the season, the big-time AP Top 25 teams were 7-0, and which was historic. That really never happened before on a single day. Uh, but uh, Michigan State's up to a good start. Really impressive yesterday. Score is probably a little bit closer than what it actually was. Michigan State yeah. 80, Notre Dame 70. Um, but Michigan State, I mean, just ran out of the building at the end of the first half and beginning of the second half. Um, lots of like there, uh, particularly defensively. Yeah. Team. And
1: I, you know, and that's, that's kind of, I think what they're going to have to hang their hat on this year. Cause not that they're, they can't be a good offensive team. I just think especially early, it's going to be, they're going to be some nights where it's a little up and down. Cause they're still, look, they're still figuring out this rotation, who fits where, who plays more minutes at what spot, you know, the whole rocket Watts foster lawyer at point guard, how, you know, I think that's going to be an ongoing thing of, you know, how much does, do they play together? Um, so it's, it, It'll be interesting. I think, you know, you're seeing Joey Hauser kind of find himself a little bit still. Same with Josh Langford, the two guys that were out for a long time, um, obviously for different reasons. But I, I think if, if they play defensively like they did against Notre Dame, that's going to that's gonna kind of get them through some of these offensive, you know, ups and downs as, as they figure it out. It was it was an interesting week because, look, they played Eastern that plays that goofy 2-3 zone. So what do you really learn out of that? You learn that Foster Lurie is a good shooter. Well, we already knew that. Um the key was can he defend guys? Can he defend big 10 point guards? Can he run it against a guy playing in your face man to man? We'll still figure that out. Um, you know, he obviously didn't score like he did in the first game against Notre Dame, but didn't need to either. So, you know, I, I think I, I was impressed by the Notre Dame win. Notre Dame may not be a great team, but they're probably middle of the pack ACC team. They got some players, so it's you know, that was start a little slow, but that 26 run shows you what this Michigan State team's capable of. I think you're going to see that in flashes now. Do they have that Tuesday night against Duke? We'll see. Of course, we haven't seen Duke play either. So um,
0: Yeah, Duke is uh, yeah. just about ready to get going here.
1: I'm so it'll be –
0: I think it's – yeah, it's a
1: good start, clearly. A lot of good things. You, I, I like the way Marcus Bingham has played, a kid that I wasn't – I hadn't been sold on at all, has played really well, played tough and physical. Um, you know, it's good – like I said, good to see Langford out there. Aaron Henry, I think, is going to be – He's looking like the, to me the guy that we're, we're thinking he could be at that first game. He didn't do much, he didn't have to, but he still had seven assists, I think seven or eight rebounds. And then, of course, he the goal was to get him the ball against Notre Dame. And, and he, you know, he he scored. It's I, he's a really good player, and I think he's gonna he's got a good chance to be an all big 10 type player. So, I, a lot of positive signs through two games for them. But we'll really, I think we'll really get an idea Tuesday night at Duke. I know it's not gonna be different. No fans there, in fact, no media there either. So, um, really. Yeah, they've. It's the only place that I know of that's saying nothing. So, um, yeah. So I was looking forward to going to a game there without fans leaning
0: up against. Right, my back yeah. while I'm Trying yeah, to work. The camera crazies uh, tend to get in the way with the. Uh, yeah.
1: So it'll be. It'll the, be. They're so
0: close. They can type the story for you.
1: They could. They've corrected our grammar at times. <laughs> I'm uh, sure they have. And they go. They go to Duke, so they're probably smart enough. Uh, right. Yeah. But yeah. So it'll. It'll be. Uh, It'll be a, I'm sure it'll be weird there seeing a game there with no fans. I mean, what, geez, but um, yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a real good early measuring stick for this team. See where they're at early on. But um, you know, at this point, Hey, as long as you keep playing games, I think every game they play feels like. They it's could a have,
0: victory. It's a victory yeah, the every East, time you play a game. The Obviously, Eastern Michigan game yeah, could they, have been canceled. Game, yeah, game could have been off. Eastern had some contract tracing issues. So. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, Central's had a game canceled, the Western's had a game canceled, Detroit Mercy had a whole weekend, at Kentucky canceled. Um, so uh, I think it'll it'll hit everyone at some point. So, yeah, every time you play, it's just a little victory. Uh, did, Mike a, Bray, did Mike yeah. Bray, like, uh, go down the road and try to get a game with Lansing Community College? Or <laughs> yeah, he's out uh, on Twitter uh, begging yeah. for games. Uh, yeah, I was, I was looking. He's looking December 4th, 5th. I mean, Detroit Mercy's at Michigan State, I think, on the 4th. Yep, Detroit Mercy should just keep going down to South Bend and, uh, and play that game since they lost. Detroit Mercy lost two good games against Kentucky and Richmond. Um, yeah, at the and of the and season, so they it should have just sense. made
1: it. Should have just added one more of this little alleged MTE, yeah, including Notre Dame and Western. Since MSU's got a busy week, they get Detroit and Western Michigan this weekend, so. Yeah um yeah that's duke tuesday detroit friday western michigan sunday yeah it's, it's uh might as well get week. them in right you never know when yeah, it's gonna uh, when it's gonna stop so
0: detroit mercy would be interesting they got the Antoine davis again and they get some more pieces so that'll be an interesting game at michigan state and then western gave up uh, get butler all they could handle uh in the opening game almost broke their million game you know home winning streak against non-conference opponents so So that'll do what Michigan State faces this week. Uh, Michigan off to – who the hell did they beat? I don't even remember. Uh, Bowling Green. Bowling Bowling Green. Green, Bowling Green, a good team in the MAC, and they handled them pretty easily. Um, U of M's got Oakland today. Oakland loses their first game by 54 points, or 52. Their second game by 27, and their third by 13. So they're getting closer, but I don't think they're going to cut the uh, deficit in half against Michigan today. Uh, we're taping this, obviously, on Sunday. Um, so, <laughs> that's it. One other MSU note. MSU Hockey beat number 10 Ohio State 3-2 last night. MSU Hockey's off to a 2-0-1-1 start. Um, you know, Danton Cole's trying to turn that program around. So, um, I so think there's there's, there,
1: there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of positives coming out of that program too. I think it's, there's maybe I'm not saying they win been, the big 10, but no, there's but, some
0: depth this year and they've got their recruiting yeah, and pieces in place. I mean, finally, cause it's right. cold third or fourth year. So uh, and it, so, it takes yeah.
1: a little bit longer and it takes a little bit longer in hockey with the recruiting, but it's you're I think you're starting to see it. Maybe that, that arena hopefully will get finished, um, Someday. within this season. And um obviously I think, it'll, I, think it'll be
0: after, I think it's going to be after the season actually. But, yeah.
1: Um, um but that'll be that'll help the recruiting as well cuz it's going to be really nice there. So I that, that's I think absolutely. people should be encouraged what they're seeing there as well.
0: Absolutely. Um that's about it. You got to go uh I know you got some softball duties with your daughter today. Uh, but uh, check out Matt's uh recap stuff, a uh, recap look at the Northwestern win and his look ahead this week to a potential game against Ohio State. But again, not optimistic. Uh, but I'm not optimistic yeah, and if anyone, anything. Yeah, if, any,
1: <laughs> if anyone has any clue on the Big Ten rankings, again, every week yeah. I do these and I'm like, ah,
0: yeah. I, whatever. <laughs> Ohio, <laughs> Ohio State and then I don't know. It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, what a hot I, yeah. I, like, I still like Indiana. And, uh, I still like so Big do I. Post, but, but, um, but, you know. uh, no. but anyway, he's got Big Ten rankings. They'll be posted on <laughs> DetroitNews.com later today. I'll along with all of his stuff and Angelique's stuff for U of M. Uh, so check all that out. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Charbonneau. You can follow me at Tony Paul 1984 uh, Now that the election's over, no uh, much calmer on Twitter. So uh, come join the party. <laughs> yeah. That's it for this week's episode of the Green Room Weekend Recap Edition. We'll be back next week. Matthew, thank you. See you later. All right.
1: Good deal. Out of here.